What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to T3G. My name is Dalibor. This is the Tangents Podcast, and uh, the audio's back. It's back, baby. Now, I will say this may be one of the last, if not the last, solo panels on pages segment on the Tangents Podcast because I'm lining up some people to talk to, and then we can actually have, you know, panels on pages. Eh? Eh? Yeah, see what I did there. But today, today I am going to share. Oh boy, we're going to get into it. I'm, I'm a little salty with the industry at large, right? We're going to talk about the fact that in the comic book industry, there are, there are these feuds. And I think that my beef right now is really stemming from those feuds or whatever it is really that decides and makes people decide what to sell and how to sell it and how to package it, etc. Right? We're talking about let me use these as an example, right? These are the two volumes of the Kazar uh, series by Mark Wade and Andy Kubert that ran in the 90s, 1997 specifically. They ran into 1998, I believe. They did. They did, in fact, run through 1998 because the heroes returned during the series. And this goes through right one through seven and. Uh, Minus one and some from Tales of the Marvel Universe minus one, right? Um, then we also have eight through 14, annual 97, right? It's a, it's a solid collection, except except for the part where this series ran through issue 19. Why is there no third volume, you ask? Well, who the hell knows, right? Who the hell knows? Oh, maybe people didn't like that run as much. Maybe it was just a cash grab. It really kind of was. This is the story. 15 through 19 or 18 or whatever it was. Not a great story, I'll be honest. But I'm a completionist, right? I need it. It's in my veins. I need that. And all I have is these two. There is no third volume. It upsets me. But I've gotten over it, right? This, I've had these for a couple years now, and I've gotten over it. I read the other ones through some means on the internet. You know, those things that people do. I'm not going to say one way or another. And then... I was in my comic book shop, got a caught an early glimpse, early glimpse of something that technically doesn't release until a week from tomorrow. <laughs> so I don't know how he had it. I guess I would expect things that have a release date to not be shipped until you know, like a couple days. But whatever, whatever. My point is, he had the Heroes Reborn book that somebody had pre-ordered, and I guess they shipped it early. But Amazon says that it doesn't come out till the ninth. Maybe comic stores get it sooner. Whatever. My point is, Heroes Reborn, Omnibus. Omnibus. I love Omnibuses. Let's be serious here. I love Omnibuses. Look look at this thing. Look at this. The heft. You can kill a man with this. War of Kings. Outstanding read. I have not read, uh, what is it, Realm of Kings or... Yeah, Realm of Kings is the next one. Have not read that one yet, but it is the follow-up. But this... This is beefy. I've got both. And that's that's the kind of thing I like. I like a good, well-curated collection. To this day, the best I've ever seen so far has been Operation Zero Tolerance. You have the little bits and pieces sprinkled throughout the, the just touches of like, oh, this page or these two, three pages happen in this issue. You gotta have that. You gotta have that. You really, really do to get a really solid story, to get the whole story, right? So when I saw The Heroes Reborn, I was like, hey, Jason, Jason, how much does it cost? Because I love Heroes Reborn. Love Heroes Reborn. One of my favorite, 
except for the Liefeld art, but it's thankfully outshined by everything else. Everything else. <laughs> Including duplicate Thor. And I don't even know who thought that was a good idea, but that started like a really bad habit of Thor was missing longer than he should have been. Whatever. My point is that I love Heroes Reborn. I love, love, love Heroes Reborn. But it doesn't have all of it. doesn't have all of it. It's the omnibus. It has the four main series through issue 12. And again, the problem there being that there's 13 issues in every series. The 13th issue was at that time a crossover with then still independent Wildstorm, right? You had Michael Cray, you had all these characters, you had Gen 13, you had you had uh, uh, Brass, which I literally had never heard about until that point. I didn't even know that he was even that big of a character, but he was like the Iron Man replacement during the story. It was a really good storyline about the Daemonites and the Skrulls joining forces and taking over and putting the heroes on defense, and a lot of people died. It was just, it's a really, really good fucking story, and it's not collected in that. Now... I understand why it's not collected. It has nothing essentially to do with Heroes Reborn. It has a lot to do with a crossover. And it's, uh, it's I would say, probably a an unorthodox crossover in that it happens within the regular numbering of a series, right? That usually never happens. I don't think I know of any other instance where you've got a, you know, Superman cameo in like an issue 143 of Spider-Man. Like that's never a thing, right? Usually they have a standalone issue or miniseries or whatever, and that's how you see this. That's how you see the you know, situation. And they, ha they, they call it, they have a term for it. It's, it's like the combined universe. And, you know, in this combined universe where all of these crossovers take place, everybody's always there. I remember really thinking kind of oddly about this when I read the Wolverine Witchblade crossover. And Wolverine's like, oh, like the Witchblade. Like, I know a thing or two about that. And I was like... How, how, how do you know about that? Cause they didn't really address the like universe aspect that it was like kind of, I mean, Witchblade for all her like divine relations and connections, relations, huh? Um, she's really a street level character. She's a cop, right? She's a cop. She tries to help regular people with some crazy shit, which is kind of like Wolverine's forte too, right? Like regular street level kind of shit beyond the fact that he's saved the universe multiple times. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that they are essentially at the same level. So it didn't need the explaining of like crazy universal jumping. Like the Avengers versus Justice League series, there was actual jumping of universes. And that actually almost felt like you could just say it happened in continuity because they flat out said these were different universes. There was jumping across back and forth, blah, blah, blah. It made sense. So with the Wolverine Witchblade thing, I didn't need the explanation, but I just thought it was kind of like out of left field. Like, oh, Wolverine knows about the Witchblade. And I'm like, wait, how does Wolverine know about the Witchblade? Like, that that's a different universe. But that was before I was hit to the idea of this combined shared universe. Like, a lot of these crossovers say that they take place on a shared universe, kind of. And that's, I get that. That's fine, whatever. You know, just like the the... Batman Daredevil series, same universe. Superman Batman series, same universe. Like, that's just there. It's just a thing that happened. You know, there is a Gotham and a New York City. I mean, which there is a New York City in DC, but, like, not a lot of things have happened in it. So, hey, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's just Gotham propaganda machine saying that New York City ain't shit, right? So Gotham is the, the, the hot spot. <laughs> so, like, it is the same universe. Like, the, 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 whatever. Anyway, that's just a stupid tangent. That's just... 
stupid silly tangent. But what I think happened is because on top, like, let me, let me go back for a second. On top of the fact that this wasn't published in this thing, right? It wasn't published in this omnibus, which again is fine, but I still feel like the omnibus is lacking because it's not the complete story of the Heroes Reborn universe. I would have had to, I would have included the Heroes Reborn um, series that came after the like follow-up series, the, the Ashima, the, the Doom, the uh, 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 um, Nomad. Was it Nomad or was it Young Allies? It might have been Young Allies. Regardless, the series that took place later, right? Bef I think that ended up leading to that Earth being then popped into our universe, quote-unquote, the 616 universe, which I'm not sure how that works. Size, mass, like it's in a different, it's a pocket universe, but is it still the same size as our universe? It must be, but it's in a ball, but that whole universe is in that ball. I Physics are just, you can't really try to apply physics to it. Anyway, so I believe that's when the, the their Earth was popped into our, our universe because their universe was collapsing, which I get. Like, the, you know, they at least like wound down that story arc to the point of like, there's not this universe in a ball floating around the 616 universe anymore. So it ended up showing up on our Earth, the counter-Earth, Earth 2, whatever they call it, on the opposite side of the sun. So they're both rotating at the same time. They just have opposite seasons. But I think it was still set up in a certain weird way. And then there's a whole thing with the high evolutionary. They just started, they just recently dealt with that. Anyway. My point is, that was still Heroes Reborn. Once it gets to our Earth and its counter-Earth stories, that's whatever. I don't care about that. I care about the fact that we have a we have a Earth. We have a subset of stories that happened on that Earth. Uh, I would have even so gone so far as to put the Heroes Reborn The Return series in that because that was the, 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 the winding down of that entire series from the beginning. Um, and then I would have just tacked on the, the Ashima, the Doom, the Masters is Evil, those like one shots that, or what were they one shots or miniseries, whatever. The, like that arc could have been tacked on in there as bonus material, as additional issues, whatever. I mean, I'm just saying there was a way to do this to kind of present the whole story because I don't want a Heroes Re Reborn volume two omnibus. It's not really an omnibus at that point. It's like five issues plus the Heroes Reborn The Return already has its own trade. I just, I don't know. There, there, were, there was a way to do that to make it better. And now I'm salty because I want to spend $125 to get something that I feel is incomplete. And that's my problem because now on top of the fact that that part of the story is incomplete, the end of issues 12, the 12 arc, um, the coming of Galactus, Doom jumping back and forth into time to try to resolve the Galactus problem in that series caused a rift in that dimension. Let's not talk about the fact that this universe is a pocket dimension within the 616 universe. So how it crossed over with an altogether different universe. Let's not try to resolve that little plot hole. Let's just say that somehow, magically, the tear in that reality, which is within that ball, maybe it has its own reality borders that still touch other universes still. Oh boy, it's like my brain just it starts melting when I try to dive too deep into this stuff. Maybe, somehow, fine, whatever, but it crossed over with the Wildstorm universe. And the problem is, right after the heroes returned, right, so I think just early 98, I want to say right after, how did it go down? Because the, the the image guys, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, 
Uh, we'll say Portaccio. I don't think of that. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name, but that's how I've been pronouncing it my entire life. Um, 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 Jeff Loeb, I think, was technically considered part of Image. Um, was anyone else from like the original crew involved? I don't recall. Anyway, those guys went ahead and no, I think that was it. I think Loeb and Liefeld wrote the books because he wrote Captain America, which is why Captain America made no goddamn sense. Fucking Liefeld. <laughs> but Loeb, uh, Loeb's, uh, 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 he also wrote Avengers, which was not good. Um, the initial arc, the first like eight issues. And then Loeb wrote uh, Iron Man Fantastic Four. And there was no Thor because, again, Thor was like uh, alternate reality duplicate and was then therefore replaced during the arc of the issues 11. Yeah, which was like a loose arc. Maybe not even 11. Maybe, no, it was 11. Yeah, I think it was 11. But anyway, um, yeah, so this, the series ends, it ends and it crosses over, but I think during that, like, storyline, during those series, so at that eight point where those creators left, even though they were contracted to do the whole series, like, from what I understand, we were supposed to get a Jim Lee drawn 12 to 13 issues of fucking Fantastic Four, right? That's, that was my understanding. Um... But I guess something changed. I mean, Jim Lee's notorious for not producing, like, timely work. At least at that time he was. I think he's gotten considerably better now. But, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that just kind of timed in during the, in negotiations, possibly. So, like, by the time those 13 issues hit, you know, maybe Jim was already in talks with, with DC regarding the Wildstorm properties. And at which point, like, now... You know, we're we're Marvel. We're trying to put out these 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 collections, these omnibuses. And now, as Marvel, we don't have rights to those issues, even though our characters in them. Uh, but neither does DC wholly, right? So I just don't understand why we can't just work together, print out that collection, just print a single addendum crossover. I mean, like they had crossover classics, and it's not in those. Make a new crossover classics. I'm pretty sure the Superman Fantastic Four series is not in crossover classics. Let's pump that bitch out. Like, let's let's put some of this shit out, man. Like, crossover classics, if memory serves, you know, one was put out by Marvel, one was put out by DC, and each had, you know, something that was more, something that was published by DC, something that was published by Marvel, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of like what they did with Access. I think Access, like, one, three, and five were published by Marvel, or one and three and two and four printed by DC or vice versa, whatever. They have like different colored logos. They like, they've worked together in the past. The competition is not so tight out here that like can't give them an inch. Like the competition's pretty loose because nobody's buying books. Maybe put books out that people want to buy. I loved that arc. Loved that arc. Just the, the like just imagine Michael Cray, not current black Michael Cray, old white Michael Cray swimming through nothingness, like the blankness of space, but because of his sixth sense or whatever the fuck they call it, he has like the, his innate ability to like point himself towards home. I guess he just like pointed and I don't know, swam. It's nothingness, right? It's not air. It's not water, whatever. So he pointed in the direction and went that way and he runs into Ben Grimm. And I think they can't see each other because you can't see anything. We, we as readers see them. It's like it's just like think about that. Just think about like the human-sized Michael Cray, aka Deathblow, floating through nothingness, literally running into the thing. Just like, hey, you sound weird. Why is your, why is your hand feel like rocks? Boy, let me tell you a story, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. 
Exactly. And but 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 in that the, the thing has jets, jet, jet like a jet pack. But he's like, I have a jet pack, but I don't know which way to go. And he's like, We're in luck. I know which way to go. And and that's how they get back out. And now they're like, Fuck! Because they come out and start whooping ass. And it's a good story. Like I. I get salty when dumb shit like this, dumb shit like beefs within the industry prevent good shit from happening, right? The same way that for literally a decade, if not longer, Wizard was not allowed to publish the cover to issue 10 of Wizard because they were like, hey, Rob, draw us a cover for the next issue and we want, you know, it's going to be, like you're going to be interviewed in it. So he's like, oh, cool. I'm going to do the thing I'm known for and my new thing that I'm known for. So it was a picture of Cable and a picture of, of Shaft from Youngblood. And Marvel lost their fucking shit because at that point, Image was scary. Because change is scary and new things are scary because they might hurt us. So Marvel lost their shit and subsequently uh, went ahead and told them that they could never fucking publish it again. They finally finally got to publish it in uh i think it was issue 100 uh in issue 100's like poster uh and i don't even know like if it was like a they got permission it was kind of like a we just fucking did it anyway because it's been 10 fucking years kind of thing like it was dumb it was fucking dumb man there's there's examples of that throughout the industry there's a ton of examples of that now because you have these kind of mainstay longtime artists leaving the industry in order to pursue self-published stuff which in and of itself i don't have a problem with but some of the reasoning behind it i do have a problem with uh but we'll we'll get to that in an episode of panels on pages coming up which is where we're gonna wrap this up just kind of me airing my frustrations about the fact that i can't get a really good like, I can't get a third, third volume of, of Kazar. I can't get a complete omnibus of Heroes Reborn. Just not, not, not that I can't afford it. I'd find a way to afford it. Like, if it was 150 bucks and it had everything I mentioned, including those issue 13s, I would have already bought it. Like, the day, like the day I saw it, I would have been like, I'm in. But I knew, I knew because I have uh, volume one of Iron Man, or not volume one, but like I have the Heroes Reborn uh, trade collection of Iron Man and I think also Fantastic Four. I don't have Captain America and Avengers yet, but they don't have issue 13. So I was like, mm, I'm not going to order right now. I'm going to go home. I'm going to check, see what's in it, and then decide. And then I saw that it didn't even have the supplemental Heroes Reborn material. And I was really, really salty about that. I'm not going to lie. Really, really salty about it. But such is life. These are the decisions that I have no part in and I just have to live with. Therefore, uh, nobody can bitch at me when I read issues 15 through 18 through means because reasons <laughs> like just saying I bought these two from my local comic shop because I said I really fucking want these B and I got them and I was like hey what about volume three he's like I don't see one to order and I go and I check online and I'm like one does not exist and I check comic book DB which thank god is back and it's those issues are not collected anywhere sad fucking sucks because you have people like us like myself who are privileged enough to be able to afford this kind of dumb shit and you know you know i have a fucking collection behind me like let's be serious here this is a fucking gang of money behind me i mean not now it was when i bought it because you know shit the fucking depreciation nobody wants this shit for how much did i pay for this 25 bucks 
Like, it hurts my feelings to think about it. Thankfully, my comic shop got comics, Inc. I love them. I love... Uh, Jason's a good guy. 25% off a fucking, fucking trade, man. Like, at all times. At all times. Plus, like, if you hit a... If you hit a sale, you'd be doing 50% off, 75% off. <sighs> Get out of here, B. Get out of here. Anyway, that's going to be it for this one. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Make sure you come back next week. We're going to have our regular kind of tangents. Uh, we're going to talk about probably Spider-Man since that's coming out soon. Or that's coming out today, actually. We're, this is being filmed way ahead, of, way ahead of time here. And then we also got uh, Swamp Thing we're going to be catching up on. There's going to be a few things to talk about. There's going to be a few things to talk about. I'm, I'm guessing. Here's my prediction for the for the Spider-Man movie. Um, Beck's lying. Beck's a fucking liar, and Beck's a fucking villain. That's my guess. I'm gonna be right though. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one.